Good to see everybody again this morning, and uh, do desire your prayers as we try to speak to you for just a little bit this morning. I was just thumbing through here a while ago, and I was going to read something. This ain't got nothing to do with the message this morning, but let us, you know, as uh, A.J. brought out, and him and him, Lord spoke just for a moment this morning. If you do focus on everything going on, you'll go crazy, you'll be so mad, you don't be, you, you don't know, nobody won't be around you, you know. But I was reading here in the Bible in Proverbs 11th or 10th chapter. I also read this to you. To the fear of the Lord prolongs day, but the years of the wicked shall be shortened. The hope of the righteous shall be gladness, but the expectation of the wicked shall perish. The way of the Lord is strengthening to the upright, but destruction shall be into the workers of iniquity. 30th verse, listen to this. The righteous shall never be removed but the wicked shall not inherit the earth. Amen. Think about that for just a moment. The righteous shall never be removed, but the wicked shall not inherit the earth. So we're going to win. If we're true to the word of God, uh, we're going to come out on this victorious. I believe that today very much so. Amen. Say one more time, I just want to read, I uh, just brought that out to you for just a moment. Okay, I want to talk to you for just a little bit this morning. I didn't even find my place here right now. Uh, this right here, you look at this, we see these all, we see these everywhere. You know, Bibles about everywhere. And we got to a point, you know, we don't think much about it, it seems like, anymore. But there's something powerful in this. <laughs> because it is the Word of God. And it is, um, I just want to read a couple, th or bring out a couple of things to you. Uh, I think the good Lord took the Ezekiel in my book. <laughs> I'll find it here in a minute. Okay, but I want to read, it talks about, you know, the Word of God. It is powerful. How many believes that? And the Bible tells us, you know, you find this in Deuteronomy 8 and 3. You find this in Luke 4, 4. This is where Christ, when he came off the mountain, and he'd been tempted by Satan for so many days, you know, there. And we know the Bible knows the story. And Satan come to him and told him, you know, asked him something. And he said that, you know, I think cast these stones into bread, you know. And he said, it's written, men shall not live by bread alone, but by what? Every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. We find this in Ephesians, or Hebrews 4 and 12. It said the word of God is sharper than a two-edged sword. I just want to put these couple of things in here before we get into this. In Ephesians 6 and 17, it said the sword of the Spirit. You know, it talks about the helmet being the, the armor of God. It's at Ephesians 6, you know, and everybody knows what that says there, I think. But got to the last point. Everything it was given through that is for a helmet. It talks about the defense, have your loins girded, you know, and all this. But the last part of that scripture, or chapter says, but, you know, take on the, the, the sword of the spirit, which is what? It is the word of God. So uh, that's a challenge this morning. That, uh, one thing that is very important is the word of God. Amen. And it's very important that we uh, notice or know what the word of God says. Amen. And I'm getting scared this morning. 37th chapter of Ezekiel. I know it's <laughs> I got it here somewhere. I thought. I should have marked it, I guess. I read it out this morning. Y'all stay with me this minute. Maybe I ain't supposed to preach on it. 
Well, I know it's here. 37 chapters ago. Start looking it up. You all find it. Oh, there it is right here. There's my marker. It finally fell down. Okay. 37th chapter of Ezekiel, and everybody before you turn over, they'll probably know what it is. It talks about the valley of dry bones. But I'm really going to speak about much about, I'm a, uh, I looked at this, I thought about it a little bit different way. And I want to talk to you this morning as we, we're really talking about the Word of God, how powerful it is. And some of these things you've got to ask your own self the question, how much time do I spend with the Word of God? Or how much do I know about the Word of God? And it is very, very important that we know what the Word of God says because it says, you know, it's, we shouldn't we live by bread alone, but by what? Every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. We need to know what it says. And we know that Satan is going to come against us. How many believes that? Amen. And we have to have something to go against Satan, to go against him and put him in his place every once in a while. I guess I don't know if that's the right word to use or not, but... Just to, to comfort yourself and know that you are armed, you know, and have something that you can go against him, and that is the Word of God. And I know probably everyone here, you know, at some time point in your life, you know, that you have, quote, scriptures. You have been down. You have been in a place, you know, you didn't know which way to look and, you know, been dropped, you know, not plumbed down. But it's the Word of God that picked you up. It was the word, you know, and you quoted scripture or somebody sent you a scripture or something, you know, and it picked you back up to a place, you know, called why? Because the word of God is powerful. Because you go back to the beginning of time, you know, and Christ spoke, you know, and finding Genesis, Christ spoke these things, in, or uh, God spoke these things, and they come into existence. And you get to think about this just a little bit here, and you begin to think about, you know, and this for this few instances, we can look in the Bible th through the Gospels and find that. You know, when Lazarus, you know, when Lazarus died, you know, Christ came to him four days later. And all Christ done was just spoke to him. And what happened? Something happened. Because the word of God is powerful. Amen. And the first thing you look at that story for just a little bit, to me, I think sometimes we overlook it. Before he told Lazarus come forth, he prayed to God. He said, God, I thank you that you've always heard me. I thank you. You know, even times, you know, we think sometimes God doesn't hear us, but he does. Amen. He does hear us. There's times in our life, you know, that maybe we don't get the answer that we want, but God is an awesome God. How I many believes that? And we're, going to, we're talking about the Word of God. We're going to get this 37 chapter Ezekiel for just a little bit. I hope I can bring something out to you just a little bit. In 37th chapter Ezekiel, and we're going to read it, read, read the long one in it just a little bit here. It says, The hand of the Lord was upon me, and he carried me, uh, carried me out into the spirit, uh, the spirit of the Lord, in the Spirit of the Lord. And he sent me down the midst of the valley that was full of dry bones. And he caused me to pass by them round about. And behold, there was very many in open valley, and lo, they was very dry. And he said unto me, he said, Son of man, can these bones live? And I answered, and he said, Lord, thou knowest. Put that bone term, Lord, only you knows. Only you know if these bones can live. And he said unto me, prophesy unto these bones, and say unto them, O ye dry bones, hear what? The word of the Lord. Back it up just a minute. Why is it, didn't, I'm making one point here maybe. It is very important that we know what the word of God says. Because he didn't tell him to speak to you of what you learned 
in somebody's book. And I'm not running down reading books and this and that. He didn't tell you, you know, to do this what get, or speak to him what somebody else said. But he said, speak to him what? The word of God. Amen. That's the one thing that we have today that it is the most precious thing that we have today. And sometimes I think, to my personal opinion, and I fall guilty of it, sometimes we take it for granted a lot of times that we have this here. Anyway, he told me, he said, speak to these bones. They, the Bible says, he said, they was very dry. They was very dry. And the first point I'd like to make out to you this morning, first of all, we've got to realize how powerful the word, we need to know how powerful the word of God is. We're getting that just a little bit. But he told me, he said, speaking to these bones. And you think of bones, what do you think of? There's no life there. There's nothing there. Anybody want to talk about for just a moment? But he said, speaking to these bones, prophesy, in other words, speak, speak, prophesy to these bones the word of the Lord. That is why I'm going to repeat myself a little bit this morning. That is why it is very important we know the word of God. Amen. But why would, it is hard sometimes to speak to something that's dead. Amen. Stay with me. You know what I'm talking about? There's times in your life and this and that that Satan is stolen and he's a stealer. He's a robber. He takes away your joy, your happiness, and everything that he can to get you to a place that you don't believe the word of God sometimes like we should. Are you with me? We come to church, we go through the emotions, and we do all this, but basically in the back of our minds, we don't believe it's going to work. We don't believe it's going to work. So sometimes it's hard for us to speak to things that are dead. Amen. Anybody, anybody understand what I'm talking about this morning? Speak to something that's dead. We like something. We like to have a reaction. When we say something, we like to have a reaction to it. Amen. These times I'm sitting there in a chair, you know, if you sit in another chair, she'd be speaking to me. She said, I spoke to you for 10 minutes. You ain't said a word. She wants reaction. Amen. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? I'm just saying that, you know, people want an answer. They want some reaction when you're speaking to them. Amen. But sometimes it's hard to speak to something that's dead <coughs> and believe you're doing the right thing or believe that it can come to life. But the Bible says in Hebrews, I believe it's around the 11th chapter, that said, without faith is impossible to please God. Amen. Amen. There is times that we had to speak the word. We don't know what the results are going to be, but we know we've got to know that all things work together for the good of them that loves the Lord. Amen. Do you understand what I'm talking about? We've got to speak it, then we've got to step out on faith believing that it's going to happen. Why? Because God cares enough about us. He gave his son to die for you. So I think you're pretty important this morning. Amen. Each and every one of you, and myself, my voice is pretty important, or he wouldn't have died for you. Amen. So he's just prophesying to these bones, speak to them, and see what happens. Point number two, and I know I answer for this when I say this. 
we got a lot of teachers, a lot of preachers in the world today that's not speaking what the Word of God says. Amen. They're speaking what the people wants to hear. You know what I'm talking about? They're not speaking what the Word of God says. They're letting sin get away. I remember back when I was a kid, you know, I, I thought my dad was very hard and very strict, you know, and what he believed in this and that. But the older I've got, I realized he wasn't that strict. It was God's Word that was strict. Amen. You know what I'm talking about? As a kid, I didn't know back then. Everybody know what I'm talking about. You know, I didn't know how to do this. I don't have to do this and that. But as a parent, as a grandparent now, you realize, you know, if you start taking the word of God away, Satan's going to creep in even more than what he's doing, and things ain't going to go that great. You don't believe me? Look at the world today, and everything we've took the word of God away. We took it out of schools, you know. We took it out of every place. And what the worst, one of the worst things we've done, we took it out even out of the churches. And we go through the emotions, you know, and wonder why these things are happening today. One of the reasons why, I go, Satan ain't a bit scared of us. Amen. Amen. Satan's not crazy. When he come and took on Christ... When Christ came off the mountain from being there 40 days and 40 nights, Christ started speaking the word of God back to him. It didn't take long for Satan said, I got to go. I know he come by, but he said, I got to go. And he left for a while. Why? Because the word of God is more powerful than what he's got. And that is why it's so important we know the word of God in the church today. That's what I'm talking about. But today, you know, he's going to prophesy these bones, you know, and, and make them live. He said, Lord, only you know if these bones are going to live. And today, he'll use that illustration for this moment. And that illustration, you know, we look at the day across the world today. Can anything work? Will it work? I turn on the morning, mid Lord, and I got Lord kind of upset this morning. But uh, we turn over, and I, I was getting ready. I turned the show on. I was fixing to listen to John Hagee for just a minute, and they went on. They were going through something, trying to raise money. You know, I know mean, well, he would, but the station was. And so they took the preaching off of it, so it put to raise money. I don't know if that's a good thing or bad. I just didn't let put that turn. So I just had to turn it over on the news for just a moment. And that was the wrong thing to do. It was the wrong thing to do. I seen, you know, the leader of our country, you know, come out, you know, from the his show and on there, and I, I'm not getting into politics whatsoever. This ain't politics. This is common sense. Amen. This ain't Republicans. This ain't Democrats. This is what the Word of God says. And they talked, you know, they had a pride day on the lawn, on their lawn yesterday. It, you know, and then I don't know what Harlem, he, he went on and said, you know, this is a pride country. Let me tell you, the Word of God said something about pride. <laughs> if you don't believe it, get into it and read about it. He don't care much about it. Do you know what I'm talking about? I'm going to get out of that for just a moment. <laughs> but we got to know what the Word of God says. You know what I'm talking about? He says, speaking to these bones, Lord, only you know it's going to work. And today, until we realize the only thing that's going to work and get us back to where we need to be is one thing, and that is the Word of God. Amen. That is the Word of God. It's not what man says, but it's what God says. The only way we're going to get our church world today, you know, we're fixing to have an election coming up. You know, it's already getting crazy, you know, the election thing going on. 
But you know, years ago, used to the 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 candidates wanted you know worried about what the church or they wanted what the church world thought about or the, uh, this or that. But now they don't really much care. Why? Because we say one thing on Sunday, then we'll go do something else the next day. Don't shut me out of here just yet. We do this and we do that. But the James says, you know, a double-minded person is unstable. The Bible says in James, you know, he did not good enough for you. I'll give you this one. It says, you know, it said, be a doer of the word and not want to hear only. Do something about it. He said, I can't do nothing about that. No, but you can do something about this right here. Amen. Amen. Christ took 12 guys and 2,000 years later, we're still talking about it. He took 12 guys, you know, and he changed their whole world, you know, and they're still talking about it, you know. Why? Because he know the word was powerful. When he went places, something happened. I like to get so full of the Holy Ghost, you know, that y'all wonder what happened to me. You know what I'm talking about? That the word of God is powerful. When I spoke something, you can feel it. You know what I'm talking about here? Enable one way that I can get there. And it's through the word of God and say, God, give me this word and give it to the church today that we need to hear it more than anything else today. Why? Because if time goes on, if time goes on, our generation, our children, grandchildren, they need to know what the word of God says. It's the only thing that's going to get them through the time that they're in. You know what I'm talking about? So he said, I prophesied. As I commanded. I wish every preacher could hear that. I need to preach as I was commanded by the Father who is in heaven. That's where my word comes from. It's from God. So I've done it as I was commanded. And things begin to happen. They begin to start coming together. Oh, it's amazing what the word of God will do. In your life, in my life, it's amazing what it'll do. He said, when he broke the word, things begin to happen. That's what we need to hear today. We need to hear not my opinion. We need to hear what God's opinion said. We need what God said about it. God said, I don't like this. He don't like it. He didn't change his mind. He didn't say, well, I know it's 2023. It's a little bit different. No, if it was wrong in the beginning, it's wrong right now. So I prophesied his commandment. Bones begin to come together. Then he looked at him and he said, you know, they're there. But there's something missing. There's something missing. And I'm not getting in a denomination this morning. I'm just talking about the word of God, okay? Amen. Something missing. He said, you know, they're this and that, but there's no power there. I put this in a little bit of my own version. So he said, prophesy out into the winds. And to me, I think of wind, I pray the Spirit of God. In the day of Pentecost, the Bible said it come down as a mighty rushing wind. Amen. Stay with me. But we're running around today, and I have the best illustration I can think of. We're carrying a gun today. We're carrying this Bible today. Amen. Think about it. Oh, it looks good. We're carrying this Bible in our arm. Brother Allen, we don't have a clue what it says. Maybe an illustration, since we're country people. Just like me carrying a gun. Oh, everybody's afraid of the gun. If it ain't got a bullet in it, it don't make no difference. Amen. And it's almost where churches are today. We got the gun, but we got no ammo in it. 
And that's the reason today that Satan does not care what the church does because we've got no ammo. Wow. Amen. I make any sense to anybody. You can snap that thing. You can hoop and holler on Sunday morning and get out and do everything that the Bible says not do during the week. And that gun does not mean does anything. You know what I'm talking about. Amen. We got the gun. We got the Bible. But we need some ammo. And to me personally, it comes with the power of the Holy Spirit of God. Amen. To know what the Word of God says. Greater seed that's in me than he that's in the world. Amen. And I'm here today to tell you, if we as a church world don't start getting a hold of God and saying, God, fill me back up. God, fill me with something that I got to earn. I got I got I got a loaning for the word of God more than I ever have. Amen. You know what talking about? You know, when we get hungry, you know, we got to try to find something, you know, to eat. And we will find something. Sometimes it's not good for us, but we will find something. You know, I, I listened to a comedian yesterday, you know, and he, he make, the people said they make fun. He's making the younger generation making fun of what he's eating, you know. And they, they ordered salad. He'd order something that's greasy. He said, and that young guy said, you know what that greasy food's going to do to you? He said, yeah, it's going to fill me up. <laughs> <laughs> Yep, amen. I don't know why I said that for but, but we need an earning. We need something that we get loaning for the Word of God. Am I talking about? Amen. When things start going wrong in our life, instead of getting on the phone and calling somebody and saying, I need your opinion, let's open this Word of God up and say, Listen, I need God's opinion. I need to know what God says about it. I need to know what God says about it. Amen. I need to know. I'll start wrapping this up. He might get anything whatsoever. Amen. But we got a gun and we got no ammo in it. We're barking and got no bite to it anymore. You know what I'm talking about? Amen. People's lost all respect for the church world today. Why? Because they see us do it on church on Sunday and they see us out there with their own crowds on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday and they lost all respect for us. Amen. Don't shut me out of here. I know I'm old-fashioned. I can't help it. But the Word of God is powerful. It hasn't changed. You know what I'm talking about? It hasn't changed. It hasn't changed. It hasn't changed. So when he done this, he prophesied unto the bones. He prophesied unto the winds. And the Bible says, the Bible says they came up and came a seedly great army. Why? Because they had the word of the Lord and they had the power of the wind, the power of the Spirit of God. That's my opinion. And they stood up and they came a great army. I believe today we as God's people need to be a great army today for his kingdom. Amen. You try to talk about. I read to you a while ago. The righteous, we're not going to be defeated. We're not going to be defeated. You look at the news. You go home, watch the news, and see it. You'll be, you'll be so discouraged. You won't even you'll forget about today. But don't even turn it on. Turn the Bible on and say, "Listen, this is what God says. Amen. I'm going to get through this. I'm going to make it. I'm going to make it by the Word of God." Anybody believe that today? I don't understand why these things is going on or whatever, how things are going, but I'm going to live by the Word of God. Amen. I'm going to live by the Word of God. How about y'all? I'm going to believe what the Word of God says. 
I know there's times I want to give up. Anybody been there? There's times you want to throw the towel in, but you can't do it. I mean, there's times that Christ said, you know, I didn't know if it was worth it or not. One time he said, Lord, if there's any other way to do this, let's go that way. But if not, don't let my will hinder your will. Amen. I want you thankful for that prayer. Amen. I want you thankful for that prayer. Let me take it back just a little bit further. I hope you're thankful for the prayer of our grandfathers, great-grandfathers, because they've done a lot of praying for us. Why? They knew that Satan was real. And if you will be honest for just a moment with yourself, and me too, we have let our arms down. Amen. And we let our arms down. And Satan and the world doesn't think we're very powerful anymore. They don't think we are. But oh, let me tell you things. God ain't changed. Amen. He ain't changed. Amen. He ain't changed. Amen. And I'll say this in closing. Maybe I would have a little bit. You know the story. You say, what can I do for this? What can I do? You can just pray to God. Father God's will. Things we don't understand. Everybody been there? We don't understand why this happened. We don't understand why this happened. God knows the future. He's got a plan. Anybody believe that? So they come up to come a great army. And that's my prayer for Oak Grove Church that we're a great army for Jesus Christ. You know what I'm talking about? I'll challenge you today. Pray for the service next Sunday. Amen. We need it. We need it. Because next Sunday we're going to have prayer requests and more doubt we'll have a lot. Maybe have some praise reports, I hope. But one thing we need, we need to hear from God. Amen. So that I can prophesy or preach as I was commanded. As I was commanded, that's what I want to preach. That's what I want to preach. There's a lot of times, and you all know this, I don't have a clue what I'm going to say till I get up here. It's not because I ain't praying that God gave me something, gave me something. I don't know why he does me this way sometimes. A lot of this stuff this morning, I didn't know what I was going to say. But God just gave it to me when I need it. I think sometimes he gives it to me not give it before because he knows I'll mess it up. <laughs> not worry, hurt somebody's feelings. But it's time we get past people's feelings and say, God, we need the word of God today more than we ever have. Amen. I say this in closing. Heaven is real. Let me believe that. If you believe that this morning, also hell is real. That's what the Bible says. Amen. But if you know Jesus Christ, you don't have to worry about that place called hell. Because we're going to a place called heaven. But if you never met Christ as your personal Savior right now, it'll be time to do it. So I challenge you today, as we come this coming week, 
Read a little bit more if you can. And I tell myself, just a little bit more. Pray a little bit more. As a mass, as the pastor here, I want your prayers this week more than you ever prayed for me for next Sunday. God, give me a word like I never had before. Amen. We need it. Amen. We need it. Let's stand together today. If you want to come and pray for any reason, we ask you to right now. Anybody needs to come and pray, we ask you to if you need to for any reason. Anybody at all. Any uplifted hand, just say, I just need your prayers. God bless them. God seen them. God seen them. Father, day of the name of Jesus Christ, we come to you thanking you today for all you've done for us. Father, we look into your word. We know your word is still powerful. It's still sharper than a two-edged sword. It still means what you said. We pray today, Father, for stirring in this church today, Father, for a movement of the power of the Holy Spirit more than we've ever had before today, Father. We uplift this younger generation to you right now, Father, that you will protect them, Father, and they will look to you, Father. We know they're not perfect today, Father. We know they make mistakes, Father, but be there to lift them back up, Father, that the Word of God is planted in them through this church today, that they know this Word is powerful today. We uplift all these prayer requests that have been made here today that you touch each and every one of them today in a mighty special way today, Father. And Father, we ask you today to let a revival start here in this church today, in this community, like it never has before today, Father. And Father, we're going to give you the praise and glory. For it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.